0: With trucker strikes and rising inflation, food shortages are becoming a big, big
1: problem. Don't let yourself get caught unprepared. Buy a food survival kit today from My Patriot Supply and save. Over 2,000 calories a day to keep you healthy and strong, with a 25-year shelf life to ensure it's ready for you when the shit hits the fan. Go to www.bit.ly slash or Order your supplies today and invest in yourself and your family now before it's too late. www.bit.ly slash cmspnfood, My Patriot Supply.
2: That is great white featuring Jack Russell on lead vocal there with my world. What a great vocalist that guy is.
1: Yeah, that was certainly better than the one you played before it. Jesus. I'm sorry. You can can blame Mark Riggs for that.
2: That was his request.
1: Well, Mark, you're a dick. I mean, Jesus God, that was horrible. I appreciate that you knew I had to take a piss, but holy fuck was that bad. Well, see, Mark and your buddy John
2: there, they have something in common. Two dicks.
1: (laughs) That was, what was the name of that song? Uh, Awake. How could they name it the absolute opposite of what it is?
2: From the the CD Awake, it's called Voices.
1: That was shit. That was really bad just how long was that 13 minutes 15 minutes um
2: yeah it was it was close about 12 13 minutes
1: yeah that was a that that made me hurry up when i was doing my shit in the other room to get back in here to get back so that you didn't play a second one made you
2: hurry up
1: made you hurry up to take a shit you said pretty much yeah dude i w- i had to piss so fucking bad from about the 40 minute mark of that interview well well no wonder the whole joe rogan three hour thing would kill you 40 oh.
2: 40 minutes in and you're just like i gotta go i gotta go well,
1: i'm drinking beers man and the <laughs> beers go through me a little faster than the coffee or the water
2: well, don, don was a character as usual
1: yeah he was took him a minute to get started but once that second or third drink of, of his <laughs> got into him he was ready to rock
2: well, that's funny because that's usually how an evening goes with sitting around after a show or something. Yeah. We'll, we'll do, if the bar isn't open, you know, we'll like, go back to the room and we'll sit there. And then, then the stories start rolling. And it's sure. just, holy shit.
1: Yeah. Mix a drink or two into him and he's ready to roll. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: He's a character, man. Hell, uh,
0: yeah.
2: He just, when when he gets into his moods, it's really funny he he starts out with the whole liberal mindset you know the whole masking and the whole vaccine and the whole mm-hmm. you know this that and the other. but then it comes into you know we should kill those people and chop them up. <laughs> it's like okay which which side of the spectrum are you on? are you the peace and love and and you know the the liberal mindset or are you like the rest of us who's like fuck that guy?
1: He's a typical, typical successful mid-sixties guy. He spent most of his life being a liberal, but now he's crabby. Yeah. So now he just hates fucking the next generation,
0: <laughs>
1: which funny. was obvious by him saying, "Yeah, brand new band called Ghost." It's like, ooh, Ghost. Yeah, they're brand new. They're <laughs> not like fifteen years.
2: <laughs> That's why I said they've been around a while. <laughs> and they've had a revolving lineup.
1: Yeah, they've had more people in their band than Dawkins had in his.
2: That's yeah, just kind of funny.
1: Yeah, it was fun. That was fun.
2: Yeah, you he makes me laugh.
1: He's a good, good catch-up, and, you know, he... For a while, I felt like I was just sitting around listening to your phone call, because it was like, it was just you and him just shooting the shit for the first, oh, I don't know, hour. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, you you had a big part in that discussion. Well, again, it was
1: like 50-50. That's fine. I, dude, again, I, I'm fine. Look, the fans love when Don calls. I mean... Maybe not a few that are in the chat room, but the, the overwhelmingly, the Docking episodes do the best numbers that we do they, they do they do very good numbers, yeah, so the fans in general want to hear what Don has to say, that's why I was that's why i never never I'm like, okay, let's roll this shit, let's wrap her up. you know I never never would say that with Don yeah. and and again, I also know that Don gets going. he does. You know, you kind of let him just meander for a little bit, where he's not sure where he's going, and then he finds his way. You know, <laughs> he's like a shark looking for fish. <laughs> Goes a long time without finding a fish, then he finds a whole goddamn school of them ready to be eaten. Yeah, I, I like the
2: whole thing about you know the the daughter not being vaccinated and all this and that, and well, that's her business, you know. <laughs> and then exactly. it's like, yeah, Wendell, and I know you're not vaccinated, <laughs> but I want to hang out with you, but you know. And, and that is true about the whiskey show. They they were just like all adamant about, oh, well, nobody gets in. No exceptions. You know, everybody's got to be vaxxed. Everybody's got to prove it. And this and that. And they didn't check shit.
1: Dude, that's I, I've been hearing from people that is, you know, they just, they just look to see if you pop something on your fucking phone at most of these venues. Oh, here's my vax card. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, who are they? Are they medical experts that
2: yeah. dig into your, uh, you know, your medical history to prove something? It's a, exactly. you? you're, you're a bouncer at a bar.
1: Yeah. You make 10 bucks an hour, fucking cracking skulls, <laughs> not looking at fucking medical records.
2: Yeah. It's like, who, who are you that I need to prove to you what my medical background
1: is? Huh. Well, that's it. It's, Look, the only reason—the only reason anybody like myself is not going to shows is fucking just not wanting to contribute. That's really what it is. It's not yeah, what, its not its not that we can't. It's not that you can't get away with it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And the thing is,
2: is that here, here, here's the devil may care. Chris Aiken mm-hmm. actually following the advice of a doctor and not going out to a show because they
1: said, you know mm-hmm. what, that's probably not the best thing for you. Well, I can tell you this. When you're that close to death, it's maybe time to give the doctor a tiny bit of <laughs> you got of, the kiss of death. I pretty much did, man. And the worst would have been that I would have died Elvis style on the fucking shitter. Yeah. That was the that was honestly as I was blacking out, that was the thought that I had was I'm going out like Elvis. Yeah. This is fucked.
2: Yeah. This is not dignified. <laughs> this is just
1: fucked. but thankfully i'm still here so i'm gonna try and get out here may 1st may 1st is the plus show i'm i'm going to the plus show i'm just going to the plus show i don't give a fuck what my doctor says i'm going i may wear a gas mask but i'm going god damn it (laughs) very good
2: all right well i sent you a couple of things yep now the first thing I sent you was the uh, Twitter thing. Yep. All right. Well, Taylor sent this to me earlier this week. Of course she did. <laughs> and this is just this is just the difference between, uh, what do you want to call it? liberals and and conservatives,
1: fags and straight men, more or less. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, so if you were to watch, and before you even start this video. Yeah. Just look at the fucking lunch hooks on this guy. This thing, whatever it is. Look look, look at the look at the talons holding that cell oh, phone.
1: Yeah, that's horrible. Forget the punchable face. The fucking the the fingernails is just you just want to throw him on the ground and stomp on his fucking yeah. hands. <laughs> You're a man,
2: goddammit! it. And and you use that term loosely in this case. Yeah. Okay. And and here's the thing: this this being is wandering around the White House.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, Joe Biden's America, my friend. <laughs> Please. All right, Kamala Harris is America.
2: <laughs> All right. So go ahead and start playing some of this.
0: All right, here we go. <laughs> Democracy's calling. <laughs> See you, Daddy. Bye. Hi, my name is Cooper, and this is a day in my life as a White House intern. Ugh. I'm going to throw up.
2: I know. I'm not, I'm, Muslim. I'm not Muslim, but the one thing they got right is throwing these type of people off of the building.
1: <laughs> I'm not saying he should be killed. I'm just saying he should. I'm just killed. saying if
2: I was Muslim. That's, that's your fate right there.
1: This might convert you.
2: You're going to get thrown off the building right now.
1: Would you eat, would you eat halal meat every day for the rest of your life? If they would kill this guy, I don't know what halal meat is. Well, that's what the Muslims eat. Isn't it? I don't Um, know. What is it? I don't know, but I have I've heard the term. I have no idea what it means. All right. Look at the, look at the hooks on that fucking guy. Guy. (laughs) Right. <laughs> it. put the fingers up dude hi <laughs> hi i'm at the white house hi uh, democracy is calling it's me cooper and i'm here to show you around the white house oh my god they, they let
2: this this thing into the white house
1: how does this get through interviewing
2: well, the, 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 the orange woman bad let this thing in.
1: Oh, I just want to tell you that I'll do a lovely job keeping the papers in order.
2: Oh, no, he doesn't. You'll find out later.
1: All right. All right. You want some more? All mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Oh, Jesus.
2: Yeah, look, 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 look. Back it up. He's wearing a
1: skirt. Look, at are this. you, are you fucking kidding me? Look at the hand. Is this not a goof? Are you sure this is like a real White House guy and not a goof?
2: No, this is a TikToker who had the opportunity to come into the White House to show how inclusive they are. <laughs> you fought for this country, Chris. You, you joined the military. You served your time to defend that.
1: To give this its rights to do yes. that. Yeah. In our nation's capital. Yeah. Wouldn't mind if we ship this guy over to run a fucking Ukrainian pet store. Can can we send him over to Dubai? How about Ukraine? Ukraine too? Send him over to Ukraine. Let him be a fucking dog walker from what Don was saying.
2: Sure. They they need dog walkers over there. Jesus fucking Christ.
1: Okay. Here we go.
0: We did a joke. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Oh. okay.
1: Are you fucking shitting me? I can't even, we're 13 seconds in and I'm going to fucking throw up this beer. Did you just throw up in your mouth a little bit? This is a Vogue fucking a, are you kidding me? I don't even know what to say to this. I'm going to say this. Fuck you, Taylor. Don't send him this kind of stuff. (laughs) I don't even want to know this exists. (laughs) So this is my fault for bringing this up. No, I'm blaming Taylor. All right. It's Taylor's fault. Okay. I could have gone the rest of my life without knowing this exists.
0: Mm. Jesus. All right. Here we go. Usually I start off with a big coffee. Sorry. They're like really strict in here. Hey, Jenny. I booked you a nail appointment. Love. Yeah. I didn't tell you to do that. It's
1: called- is that really Jen Psaki? That's Really her. Are you fucking kidding me? I made you a, I mailed you
2: a nail appointment, love, and she goes, yeah, I didn't tell you to do that.
1: All right, let's try this again. i got to see this fucking fruit. All
0: right. Hey, Jenny, I booked you a nail appointment, love. Yeah, I didn't tell you to do that. It's called, it's called initiative. <laughs> Hi, White House, this is a scooper. Mm, I don't think so. Uh,
1: come on, this is made up. <laughs> this is made up. This ain't real. No way.
2: No way. Well, how did they get that clip of her going? Yeah, I didn't tell you to do that.
1: I don't know. That had to be like news footage of something else. All right.
2: So you think it's, you think it's edited together?
1: This guy, look, I, I'm just going to go with what I do know All about right. about the military. Okay. And this is just the military this fucking fruit loop would be the number one target to fucking kidnap and break somebody this week. The, the, a foreign government would grab this guy up, fucking beat him to within an ounce of his life. Okay. And tell him that they're going to do it to him and his family every fucking day, unless he fucking brings back secrets. They would absolutely conquer this fucking fruit in like a second and a half. There's no way they could let something this week in. No as, way.
2: Even as just a White House intern just to do this uh,
1: inclusive
2: video film.
1: He's got access to the fucking speaker or the um the press secretary. Uh, press secretary. You're going to tell me that that kind of access to fucking tell fag jokes about hair appointments or whatever. Is not closer than a, than a government can get. Well, again, the, this is the,
2: if, if this is authentic, um, this is the attitude of, well, we want to show that we're, you know, diverse and inclusive.
1: I don't know. Diverse well, and well, inclusive. Well,
2: look at what, uh, they did with that. What's her face that Cardi B, uh, interviewing Biden
1: before, okay. uh, he got elected. Okay, it's one thing to have a fucking entertainer do a do a um very secure interview, I'm sure where you got secret service everywhere protecting. It's another thing to have fucking Paulie pound my ass fucking with access to everything. You know, getting getting access like this and not being kidnapped and fucking broken. I mean, honestly, dude, how just Take foreign government off the table for a minute. Do you think that you would need more than a phone book and a ring to make this fucking idiot tell you something that he saw in the White House that he's not supposed to tell you? I don't know the answer. Well, think about it. If if well, if you a had a phone great. book and a ring to beat this guy, how, yeah. long do you, how many times do you think you'd have to hit him before he'd be telling you, I saw top secret material on Biden's desk? How long do you think it a take?
2: Well, I don't know that he actually got into the Oval Office.
1: Okay. You think Jen Psaki doesn't have top secret shit on her desk? Who knows? Who knows? I know. Yeah, she does. Okay. I know for a fact she has fucking classified material in her office. All right. So, and, so you're saying this is a hoax. That's my guess. Okay. Again, I, don't I don't know that, that to be true. I don't, I don't know that to be true either. I'm just saying it would be a stunning, and I do mean a stunning security lapse to let somebody this openly weak around highest up. And Jen Psaki, as much as she's a fucking idiot, she's still way high up in the administration. You know, I mean, she's what, fifth on the totem pole? Behind president, vice president, uh, speaker? And then she's right in there, right? I mean, maybe not on the election poll, but on the on the access poll, she's right there.
2: She's part of the cabinet, obviously.
1: Yeah, but she has full access to Biden all the fucking time. Right. That's, I don't know about this. Yeah. <sighs> all right. All right, let's watch some more of fucking Polly here. <laughs> or Cooper. Cooper, cut my nuts. <laughs> Jesus.
0: All right, here we go. Oh, doesn't matter. This is actually the entrance to the West Wing. This is so fun. It's really prestigious. Hey, Potus, is Olivia Rodrigo still here? No.
1: <sighs> really? Hey, Potus. I don't. I. I ain't got nothing to say here. I, I don't. Wow. Even as a joke, this is fucking scary.
2: I know. He ty- he types like a black girl at the post office.
1: He <laughs> exists in life. That all by itself is scary. This exists in, in life. I,
2: I completely understand. Trust me. I get that.
1: <laughs> My God. All right, here we go.
0: We've come a long way in our fight against this virus. We've vaccinated 160 million Americans. Are you getting this all down? Don't worry, queen. It's all right here. Cooper. Sorry, Miss Jen. And Jen, don't forget to have one. Spirit Fingers Mama, we need to get shots in the arms of every single American. See, they're not showing
1: him with her in any shot. Well, but, but if you look at the woodwork where
2: she's standing and look at the woodwork where he's sitting, it's the same uh, woodwork well, okay. around the doors and the windows and stuff.
1: Yeah. man, This is just scary.
2: So scary. He's wearing a, a, a skirt suit.
1: I hate our lives. <laughs> I hate where we live. I hate what we live in. I know. The, the, the
2: permissiveness. This this would not be allowed, or that this would not be going on if, if there wasn't so much of this. Well, you're
1: a homophobe. Oh, you're this, you're that. You know, it's just like whatever phobe i gotta be to get rid of this i am (laughs) i'm gonna say that straight up i don't care who's offended whatever phobe i have to be to not have this kind of wishy-washy weakness in the in the leadership office of our country i'm for that makes me a homophobe fine if that makes me hating whatever this is transphobe or whatever fine yeah but fuck this cooper guy girl it they whatever <laughs> fuck them that's what i say fuck them there i used your fucking pronouns you cocksuckers assholes <laughs> all right here we go
0: Heading to do a haircut comment if you want me to make more of these
1: no i don't ever i don't ever want to see this fucking weirdo again he used
2: he used one of our favorite joke terms, spirit fingers.
1: <sighs> He's one of our new favorite jokes. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's fucking wrong, dude.
2: Well, that's that's fucking wrong. Well, the next thing is as fucking wrong as if if that isn't bad enough. Uh, don't tell me this one's worse. Oh well, this is this is a recommendation from uh, Ruben uh, Mascuda, I think that's how you say his name, Mascuda yeah.
1: from Sleaze Rocks.
2: Yeah, he he sent this over, or okay. asked that uh, I hope you guys talk about this on this weekend show.
1: All right, let's see. Congratulations. Here we go.
2: Well, I think that uh, the best
1: way to do that, uh, I. <laughs> I got a drink after that last one. Jesus. Are you okay now? Well, for the minute. All right, let's go. Well, um, the
2: best way to do this is in a humorous way. Uh, Of course, this, this, what, what is this person's uh, position in the, the Biden white house?
1: Who that? That's a that's a com- comedian. No, not him.
2: Oh. The, the the woman of the year. Oh, um. There, there's health czar
1: of, or something, right? A kind of health secretary or yeah. some shit. Yeah, the health czar. The health czar. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Is the health czar? Uh, Did you want it where it was queued to or not? No, no, no. Just from okay. the beginning. All right, because where you the link you sent me had a queue.
2: Oh, I didn't All know. Right. That's but, uh, yeah, just from the beginning. And, uh, again, this thing. They.
1: It. Them.
2: <laughs> whatever.
1: I, I'm, I've adopted the pronouns. Anything <laughs> that's a freak is a them. Right. I'm fine uh, with regarding the freaks as they and them. I'm fine with that.
2: Well, <clears throat> it uh has been named uh, woman of the year they have yeah and i think jp sears who is a comedian Mm
1: -hmm.
2: put it in the best context ever okay so we're gonna watch jp sears comedian talk about the woman of the year and what what is this person's name
1: beats me um what is it health Czar, this guy, I mean, I'm sorry. This guy's name is um, Dr. Rachel Levine. (laughs) Dr. Doctor Rachel Levine. That's what they're called. Right. I like using the pronoun. It sounds so stupid. Like they're plural. They're both man and woman there. They don't even understand that their own fucking dumb pronoun makes fun of what they're doing right so stupid yeah but
2: uh, jp sears does a really good job in recapping how ridiculous it is for women's causes to be basically maligned by guys acting like they're chicks
1: mm-hmm. yeah i haven't let's... seen this so let's see all right so let's go you ready go ahead all right
0: here we go Anything a woman can do, a man can do better. And the results are in. USA Today has named former man and current assistant health secretary, Rachel Levine, as one of its Women of the Year. And we... Christ. (laughs) What is he wearing?
2: Well, of course, it's satire. He's wearing a a kimono robe with a uh, lacy bra
1: is that to commemorate rachel Levine
2: well that's the whole idea
1: oh my god
2: i'm a I'm a man wearing women's clothing
1: this is real folks it, this, this is called satire but I mean this is really happening that's this the really happening. <laughs> that's the this was satire back in the day when it was ludicrous unfortunately he's just slightly making it... I don't even know that he's making it more absurd than the reality is. Well, this is Monty Python. Yeah. Not not him. No, the not him. The actual situation is Monty Python. Yes. This is almost like news covering Monty Python. This is
2: so fucked. Uh, well, again, this is absurd. This is an absurd situation being covered in an absurd way.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's check it out here.
0: We've named USA Today as the Propaganda Outlet of the Year. But enough about them and more about Rachel, because ladies first, right guys? With Rachel Levine winning a spot in USA Today's Women of the Year, what are her accomplishments? Well, being diverse enough to be picked by a president who doesn't pick people based on their accomplishments, but rather picks people based on their skin color and what they say their gender is. Quite the accomplishment, Rachel. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> but that's absolutely true.
0: It is
1: true,
2: a hundred percent true. Well, what did <laughs> they accomplished? Well, they haven't accomplished
1: anything, but they looked right. They look like the right part. Is there an actual accomplishment? Mm-mm. No. Didn't Rick, Didn't Ricky here kill a bunch of old people? Hmm.
2: Was that a was that an issue in Pennsylvania?
1: Yeah. Okay. Then was I would that- say. Was that Robbie here or Ricky or whatever its name is, <laughs> you know, uh that, that he he told old people they couldn't leave the fucking homes except he got his own mom out or his own dad out or yeah, something. Yeah, you're right about that. And then and then they all fucking died. Right.
0: Nice work, Rachel. You fuck. Oh, all right on being so empowered that you're being used by a patriarchal white man to fill out his diversity profile so he can look better in the eyes of other people who are also out of touch with reality. And to all the women who have always (laughs) been women that Rachel beat out for this top honor, sorry, you are simply not good enough. Is this (laughs) women?
2: So women women are not good enough because men pretending to be women are much, much better.
1: Well, he does make a good point there.
2: Much more gooder.
1: It is a good point. Very
0: valid. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go. It's empowerment. No, but we sure want you to think it is. Is it patriarchal empowerment where men can now beat women out for women's positions while masquerading it as women's empowerment? Yes, but we'll censor you if you point that out.
1: (laughs) How does he keep his shit on YouTube?
2: I don't know. He points out all the hypocrisy of the left. Like nobody's business and it is fucking hysterical. He does it just massively.
1: Yeah, and meanwhile we say faggot and they're pulling our shit down that afternoon.
2: Yeah, well he doesn't say faggot, but he comes close.
0: (laughs) He might as well. All right. Here we go. The same way the most neutered platform on the internet, Twitter, censored and suspended Matt Walsh for not denying objective reality when he tweeted the greatest Jeopardy champion of all time is a man. The top female college swimmer is a man. The first female four-star admiral in public health service is a man. Men have dominated female high school track and the female MMA circuit. The patriarchy wins in the end. Matt w- <laughs>
1: That is, dude, he's a thousand percent accurate here. One hundred percent right. A hundred percent. Jesus, this this whole thing with the swimmer and stuff too. Oh, what the fuck is going on? Why why are women not upset about it? That's the thing. Well, I don't they know. Are upset about it? They, they, they? Just, they just can't do anything about it. Are they too afraid to say something about it? No, they
2: do say something about it, but but they're just like, well, you're just gonna have to accept it.
1: fucking ridiculous all right well let's see what else we got to say about ricky ravine here
0: Walsh, these men say they're women now and they are because this is what we're doing welcome to the new america matt objective truth isn't part of what we're doing this just in the nation's top female college swimmer has a penis that's cool
2: You heard about that, right?
1: I did hear about it, yeah.
2: This this guy is changing his clothes and shit in the women's locker room in front of them, and they're just like, what's this guy doing in our locker room? And they're just like, shut the fuck up. He's not a guy. He He's a, girl. a woman."
1: Yeah, Michelle Phelps. <laughs> fuck out of here with this shit. So stupid. This world is fucked.
2: I know. Ugh.
1: And you want to give me shit about not wanting to fucking live and thinking about dying every day? I, I, Jesus I, Christ.
2: I'm not saying that at all. I'm just I'm just interested in your psyche. That's it.
1: I'm going to go back to the beginning of the show and say, I'm praying for the Holy Grail, death. <laughs> that is the fucking great escape from this horse shit.
0: <sighs> My God. All right, here we go. I think this teaches us a lesson that any woman with a penis is superior to a woman without a penis. Accordingly, the (laughs) Babylon Bee portrays how little girls should now adjust their dreams as the sanctity of women's sports and positions is being invaded by penises. Speaking of the Babylon Bee... (laughs) (laughs) What would happen
1: if, like, the audience just didn't accept the win?
0: Like if they just
1: booed, like if they just booed every time a fucking guy pretending to be a chick won and they cheered for the fucking second place finisher, would this shit end? I I don't know. This is fucking ridiculous. Why do you do this to me, dude? Late the (laughs) show. Dude, you, you don't think this affects me in the same
2: way? Oh. When I see this kind of shit, I, I'm just like fucking
1: just livid. I hate it. I just, this is why I stay in. Cause I don't have to put up with this on any level. I just avoid it. Like the plague. You know, I don't even have a fucking go-to restaurant where I got a guy with, or (laughs) I'm sorry, a lady with an Adam's apple. Just like, hi, I'm Michelle. Can I take your order? (laughs) Oh, No, I don't have that. Jeez, oh man. It's fucking terrible.
0: All right, here we go. Inspired by the spirit of USA Today's pick for Women of the Year, they've named the following people as their Women of the Year. Hulk Hogan, Justin Trudeau, (laughs) and Stephen Colbert, saying of the late-night propagandist, he's kind, gentle, and not funny. Just like a woman. Back to you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Our point exactly.
1: Yeah, we definitely agree with that one. Kind and gentle and not funny. Because they are not funny. I don't give a shit what you tell me about anything else. The, the number of funny women is outnumbered a thousand to one. A thousand to one. If that, I I think even that's better odds than it really is. Maybe 10,000 to one.
0: All right, here we go. USA Today's Women of the Year. Aside from Rachel Levine, some of their other stellar picks that set great examples for girls to aspire down to are Simone Biles, who quit in the middle of the Olympics. Girls at home. (laughs) Are you kidding? aspired down to
1: <laughs> but is that is that a real pick as like one of the women of the year Simone Biles? Yeah. She quit in the middle of the Olympics. Yeah, she quit and was like I'm too mentally stressed. Yeah. She's a loser. Yeah, she's a quitter. Yeah, a loser. Quitter.
2: Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, as Evil Knievel always said, you can fall many times in life, but you're never a failure until you refuse to get up.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, apparently he was wrong. Well, in today's standards. In today's standard, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to quit and show show how brave you are, apparently. Isn't that what Simone Biles was? So brave. So brave. So strong. So, yeah. Because she quit. Yeah, she quit. Brilliant. All right, JP, let's see what else you got.
0: a stands for feeling significant by victimizing yourself while celebrating it under the guise of mental health promotion is a way you can disempower yourself too. Kamala Harris made the list she's achieved far worse approval ratings than any male vice president ever could. And Melinda Gates, <laughs> she commits crimes against humanity better than most men and all other women. But aside from, <laughs> <laughs> well, they can't be women of the year.
1: They're born with, with fucking girly parts. Yeah, they have badges for real. Yeah. They can't be women of the year. Can they? Melinda Gates. Melinda Gates checking in. How about that? Wow. (laughs) Tomorrow's news story. JP Searles found dead in a fucking pool somewhere. Yeah.
2: Well, this didn't include Hillary Clinton, so he didn't commit
0: suicide. True. Good point. All right, here we go. Nothing constructive. What are we learning from men rising to the highest ranks of womanhood? Well, we can look to the example of Caitlyn Jenner for these answers. After winning the 1976 Men's Decathlon, she was named Woman of the Year in 2015, after having not even been a woman for a full year. Now, the important lesson here is that as soon as a man becomes a woman, they instantly get elevated to Women of the Year status because they simply do it much better than women. That's the message.
1: (laughs) Wow. Oh, boy.
2: Uh, he he's he's uh he's a he's a genius when it comes to this kind of shit spinning this around.
1: Yeah, he he really is. Um, he's he's definitely got his um, he's got his his finger on the pulse, so to speak, of exactly what's going on. Jesus,
2: and, and here's here's the funny part. Up until just a couple years ago, he was a full blown lefty. Oh, really? Yeah, and then he saw the light and it was just like what the fuck am I doing? Right?
1: Well, I mean, do you really think that what they're doing now is true fucking um liberalism? Well, it's marxism. It's marxism. I don't think it's like what what a liberal or a left-leaning person has been for most of our lives, is it? No. I mean,
2: if if you look at go way back to the 60s for the kennedy democrats Mm -hmm. The, the the kennedy democrats kind of resemble what today's republicans are right you know so that whole dynamic has changed over the last 50 years right and you know the democrats of today are basically marxists
1: yeah sad we're fucked All right,
0: here we go. Are you going to stand for it, ladies? Yes, you are, because you're too weak to do anything about it. But (laughs) do you know who would never tolerate such oppression? These ladies. They're stronger than you, so they would never stand for it. So why don't you get back in the kitchen where you belong and let these ladies take care of business? We can. (laughs) That's good.
2: <laughs> this is men's work. Step aside, bitch.
1: Yeah. you're a lady lady. Go go cook me a sandwich.
2: <laughs> yeah, you, gotta, you actually have vag parts.
1: Yeah, so go make me some dinner.
2: Yeah, make me a sandwich. Iron my shirt. It's <laughs> funny. funny.
0: All right, here we go conclude that women's empowerment has never been better since biological males started taking over it. That's it for tonight's special report on the woman of the year. Congrats to Rachel Levine for winning and our condolences to women's rights for losing. Tune in tomorrow night where we'll be destroying (laughs) even more objective truth as a way of controlling your mind. Good night. Jesus Christ. (laughs) This is awful,
1: dude. It's so the saddest part is he's a thousand percent, right? He's, he's dead on. Yeah. I mean, you can't argue
2: with any of those points. No, not really. But I I like how he takes, you know, the real situation and makes it a funny thing.
1: But, Mm -hmm. but the, the sad fact is that that's for real. I know that that is literally what we're dealing with now just sucks i hate this fucking world now yeah and and the question is is how did we
2: get here that's the whole thing i am gonna play david byrne here how did we get here
1: (laughs) well by fucking empowering weakness by applauding it well who did that society did it for the last 20 years participation trophies fucking taking away corporal punishment not fucking making people achieve not making people be responsible for everything from their mortgage to their fucking college loans to everything else. I mean, dude, down the line, you can pick it.
2: Yeah, I get it. But you know, there's guys like you, there's guys like me that would, that we didn't agree with any of that. So, so who were the overwhelming majority that allowed this
1: to go on? I still say society. I say, we are the outcasts. We're the outcasts, dude. We are the rebels. You say it like, like, because we believe it, we're the majority. We are absolutely the minority. Well, I know that we are, but my point is, is I personally,
2: well, I'm going to ask you because you're more in, in tune with people who are, you know, have kids or have family, whatever. Mm
1: -hmm. Do you know people who endorse that thought process? I know people that don't that I've known, especially with my kids raising my kids. I've known a shit ton of fucking parents that would absolutely side with their kid over the adults at the school every okay. time. Okay, and that's a problem because I, you 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 empowered these kids to making them think that they had more stroke than they do. You know, I, I mean, dude, I'm telling you when. It was astounding to me when I would when I would like go to the school or something, and I would see the kids talking back to the teachers in class or sleeping in class or throwing shit at the teachers in class, and the teachers wouldn't do shit. Teachers were just like, whatever, man. It's your education, you're not gonna get fuck it. Doesn't matter to me. I'm still getting a check. You know, they and, and parents. If the I mean dude how many stories have we read over the years where kid does something fucked teacher says hey knock it the fuck off and then they're fucking getting then the parents are suing the school you know the parents are constantly they, they've it's shifted from raising your kids to being the friend with your kids yeah way too many fucking parents want to be their kids friend and and it's even worse now with fucking social media because the the parents, the parents want their kids and their kids' friends to all follow them on fucking fuckbook.
2: Yeah, well, or, again, the, the it's the
1: narcissism thing. It is. It totally is, dude. It it is really, really a situation of lazy parents and um, and a society that embraces lazy. You know, dude, look at this fucking nobody working thing right now, which is a current, current thing. Mm -hmm. Think about how old were you when you first got a job? 15, 13. Well, I started
2: working, not, not for a company, but I started working when I was about eight.
1: Mm
0: -hmm.
2: You
1: know, I started for for somebody that wasn't like your dad or your dad's friend that you actually had to go to a job. when,
2: When I started going to a real job. Yeah. 16 when when i was eligible to work
1: yeah your dad
2: I, wasn't I, saying I, you're, I, you're my, my first job i worked for bob evans as a busboy
1: okay
2: at, six, at 16
1: yeah. and i guarantee you your dad was doing this he was saying proud of you working now you better be the best fucking busboy this place has ever seen
2: yeah absolutely
1: yeah
2: and there, there, and you don't call off work, and you don't yeah. call off sick, and you don't do this. And the, you know, here I've been working since I was sixteen, so I've been working for forty-two years. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how many times I've called off work in forty-two years? Probably not many. Six. Yeah. Six times in forty-two years, I've called off work. Yeah, which is not many. Not <laughs> <laughs> many. It's once a decade. Yeah. <laughs> That's about what it is. It's,
1: you know, every eight years you take a day off.
2: Yeah. Well, not take a day off. I'm calling like calling off like, yeah, like, like I'm sick. That I would have been there, but I right. called off and said, I'm not
1: coming in today. Right. Six times. Yeah. I believe it. I mean, that's dude. It's and, and but that was the expectation back then. That was the expectation. Now these fucking kids that are all in their twenties, they're fucking, they're not working. Where are they? We we ask the question all the time. Well, we know where they are. They're in their fucking parents' house. Mm-hmm. Their parents are quite literally working and, and supporting them fucking playing Call of Duty all goddamn night. <laughs> their yep. parents aren't aren't walking in and saying, hey, how come you're not working? You got a week or you're out on your ass. Their parents aren't coming into the room and taking a fucking sledgehammer to their fucking PlayStation. You know, their parents are like, well, you know, Johnny's got, got issues and he's... He has, he has mental health and you know, now it's a mental health thing and blah, blah, blah. It's fucking pathetic. You know what the biggest mental health issue was? Not succeeding. That was a big mental health thing when you had to fucking learn how to fail. That is why there's so many problems with mental health today. Simply because nobody taught these kids how to fail. And now, now we've given them an excuse. You know, the excuse is, well, you didn't fail. You have a mental health issue.
2: Right. Well, and now, I'm not saying that's universal, but it is. Well, but but that's the thing. I think Congress passed something this week where they're they're uh, allocating certain funds for, for teenagers or college students for mental health, uh, yeah. something or other. And it's just like when I went to college and when I went to high school. Nobody was suffering from mental health issues.
0: No.
1: Because we did shit. We failed at it and we learned. We all fucking failed at something. We all did. You know, we all failed at whatever it was, a, a chick, a job, both, whatever. Failed at a relationship, failed at a job, failed a test, failed a, you know, we all failed things. And our parents weren't there, going, "Oh, it's okay. You, you you can do better." And it's the other guy's fault. And you know, you know, I remember the first job I ever got fired from, and I I was still a kid. It was St. Joan of Arc Church. I got fired for stealing pop from the church, (laughs) (laughs) but I got fired from the job. And I came home, and believe me, there was no. Well, it's okay, and you, you, you know, next time this. It was. What the fuck is wrong with you? That was what I came home to. Right. Mom, I got fired from the church for what? For stealing pop. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. And then you get the crack upside the head. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Then I, uh, if I remember right, I probably got grounded. Probably. I probably was grounded for a month and they probably took my stereo or some shit from me. And were like, you don't deserve that. You don't get to have you don't get to have good stuff. You're a fucking criminal. What's wrong with you? You know, and, and I mean that's what we that's how we learned. That is how we learned by failing, by doing stuff wrong, by making mistakes. We didn't we didn't fail up. We didn't lose our job and sue the goddamn church for not treating me fair because they should have given me free pop. That's what they would do today. If the, if today's kid was stealing the pop from the church, they would sue the fucking church. Right. Well, they should have been providing that for my, for my precious angel.
2: <laughs> well, well, this, this just came down this week and I, I sh- shot you over the link in case you want to grab any of the photos. I've been following this story. I watched this uh, guy on YouTube. It's, he has a YouTube channel where he talks about, fucked up situations where people get killed and stuff this happened in wisconsin and this verdict came down this week this is one of those situations this guy's 24 years old an unemployed wisconsin man was convicted of killing and dismembering his parents after they discovered his web of lies including that he was police scuba diver and working for spacex he was sentenced thursday to life in prison without parole
1: wait a minute so he said he was working for spacex well he uh he basically was
2: living in his in his parents you know house okay and his parents wanted to know hey why aren't you working why aren't you going to college because i guess he was enrolled in college all right, And he said he was going to classes and stuff, but then when his dad actually checked up on him, they said, your son's not enrolled here. <laughs> <laughs> and so then when his dad found out, uh, he basically killed him and dismembered him and distributed their parts all over the county.
1: <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. guess that's one way to deal with some shit. Oh, he, no.
2: had, he, he didn't have a job. And, and he didn't want to admit to the fact that uh, he was a failure. And so he's just like, yeah, fuck that. I'll just get rid of my parents and yeah. problem solved.
1: I'll just kill them. Then I can live in the house. Yeah.
2: Chandler uh, Halderson, 24 of Windsor, was convicted in January of all eight charges filed against him, including first degree intentional homicide, mutilating a corpse and hiding a corpse in the J- July death of Bart and Krista Halderson. Investigators said Halderson killed his parents after his family initially discovered he'd been lying about attending a technical college. (laughs) The judge said that it was his obligation to protect the public and requiring the stiffest possible sentence. Wisconsin does not have a death penalty. I have to, for this sentence, ensure that the only time Mr. Halderson come back into the community is to have the privilege of a burial that he denied his parents. The judge said a prosecutor said his false claim that he was attending technical college was one in a series of lies he told about work, school, and being on a police scuba diving team. (laughs) (laughs) The web of lies came crashing down on Halderson after his father, Bart called the college. His son had told him he was attending in an effort to request his transcripts. Alderson had also told his parents as well as other witnesses who testified in the case that he was a police scuba diver as well as a SpaceX employee at various times, utilizing fake email addresses to further con his family and to believe his lies. (laughs) When the college stated that his son was no longer a student at the school and that several people, Alderson told Uh, His father he had spoken to at the college did not exist. Bart reportedly asked for a meeting with the school officials. He was fatally shot by his son in the days leading up to the meeting, according to the court transcripts. Halderson then allegedly killed his mother after uh, she returned home on that same day. Uh, According to testimony at Halderson's trial after dismembering his parents' body, he tried to burn his parents' body in a family fireplace before <laughs> them along the Wisconsin River and at a rural property, the Wisconsin State Journal reported. Alderson didn't testify, and his attorneys did not call any witnesses, according to a court filing this week. He did not speak to his attorneys about the events the State Journal reported. Chandler's uh, grandparents said uh, she still loves him, even though she described his actions as horrific in a letter she read to the court. She added that he hoped Chandler would eventually be paroled later in life.
0: Paroled?
2: Are <laughs> you kidding me? That's what his grandparents said.
0: Fuck
1: that. Like Don said, it's a dollar and a quarter.
2: <laughs> Meanwhile, Chandler's brother's fiance told the court she would fear for the remaining family safety if Halderson is ever released. Halterson spoke briefly Thursday saying he would appeal his conviction, his conviction and asking any interested attorney to contact him. It's not that I do not have feelings. It's that I was warned not to show them in the scrutiny of this case, uh, before the circuit judge, John blah, 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 past sentence, assistant dir- district attorney said that Halterson, grew up with a life of privilege and made it difficult to explain his crimes right there.
1: Yeah. In other words, never had any fucking controversy and didn't know how to react when he did. Yeah. So his parents said, Hey, um, when are you going to get a job? Oh, I'm working
2: for SpaceX. Well, how's yeah. that college career going? Yeah. I'm getting good grades, getting good grades. Well, can we see your report card or your transcripts? Ah, you uh, know it They sent it to the other PO box. <laughs> It's like, well, you know, I called the school. They said they were not even enrolled there. Boom. Yeah, bang. Yeah, fuck you, Dad. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna live
1: here forever. You're See, not gonna. This guy's like a one man Menendez. Yeah, he really is. Mom and Dad didn't didn't like what they were doing. Bang, shoot him down and go on a shopping spree. Of course. You know, you gotta have the shopping spree. Of
2: course, it's like. Eh, dad keeps muddling into my business here. I'm trying to
1: play Call of Duty, and he keeps bothering me about school and work. Yeah, he keeps bothering me about playing tennis or whatever. Yeah, I can't be doing that. Let's let's shoot him. Yeah, leave me alone. Yeah, I just bother. want their room. Just leave me alone. Why why yeah. can't
2: I just live here and be left alone?
1: Yeah, I just want to do nothing. <laughs> I want to be part. See, I want to be part of a movement. I want to be part of the. The quit your job movement. (laughs) Bothering me. I'm part of something bigger. (laughs) I just want to smoke weed and play Call of Duty. Leave me alone, man. Yeah, because that's part of my movement. I'm part of the movement against work. Right. (sighs) Fucking assholes. Stop hassling me, man. Yeah. God, I hate this society.
2: Let's see. His parents. They were very
1: permissive about allowing this to happen. Yeah. They let it happen. And guess what? Now they're dead. Now they're dead. Cause they didn't teach this kid any kind of fucking scruples or morals or anything. They didn't teach them how to fail. They didn't teach them how to recover. They didn't teach them how to fucking fail up, which is what we all try to do. Right. You know, look, failing blows. Let's not, let's not kid anybody. It fucking sucks when you lose a job, get, you know, get laid off you know, fail out of a class, whatever. I've done all that shit. All sure. of it. I get every, it. Every damn thing you could do wrong. I've done. And you know what? Fucking I failed up and failed up and failed up, kept working harder and kept working harder and kept working harder. And if one of my businesses today fails, I'll fucking build a bigger one. Well,
2: again, this goes back to what I said earlier in the show. Evil evil said a man can fall many times in life, but you're never a failure until you refuse to get up
1: yeah exactly you know you just have to keep plugging away keep pushing yeah you just just don't stop yeah you stop when you stop breathing yeah that's when you stop yeah fuck this guy let yeah. him rot in jail
2: well that's that's the whole thing he's gonna rot in jail
1: uh, all right fuck him and fuck off everybody else let's go i'm tired <laughs> all
2: right well then i'm gonna get- I'm going to close out this segment with uh, something from Iron Maiden uh, from from the Power Slave release with uh, Flash of the Blade, dad and mom. (laughs) Yeah, really? (laughs) Yeah, fuck you, making me go out and get a job and actually attend school and shit. Yeah, pal. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yep, no way. And stop asking me about it. Yeah. I'm sick of you asking me what my grades are. Who cares?
1: None of your goddamn business. Exactly. You're just paying for it. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back next Saturday. We will do this thing all over again. I want to uh, thank our good friend Don Dockin for calling in and spending an hour with us. And blah, blah, blah. It'll be part of the uh, subscriber-only Wednesday yeah. release. It so. will be. Uh, all right. Well, let's get out of here. Here's Iron Maiden with Flash of the Blade. So until next Saturday night, this is Neely along with my very good friend,
1: Chris Agan. And we're gone. Bye, kiddies. Thanks for checking out this episode of The Classic Metal Show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out the Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill, fuck you, pal, and hand job!